Wednesday, my dudes, and today I'm recording super early in the morning, so if I sound tired, it's because I am. Sometimes I hit the wrong button and I just go with it. (laughs) But happy Wednesday. Hope y'all are well. Hope y'all are staying safe. COVID is freaking out again, so please, please, please be safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Socially distance. All that fun stuff. Well, I don't judge. But today, being Wednesday, means I get to talk about whatever the heck I want. I mean, granted, I get to do that whenever anyway. (laughs) But that's kind of nice. So today, we're going to do some of your questions. Kind of like a Dear Nancy advice column. And I'll even have like some cute music for it or something. Who knows? But anyway, I say we stop beating around the, the bush and get into it. So today's topic is what else is stressing you out? I asked this like weeks ago because basically we have a global pandemic, which is, I'd call it a stressor, just maybe. We had the election going on. Uh, It is no longer, unless you want to count the impending lawsuits as the continuation of the election. I'd call it separate, but still, it's an important thing. There were fires out in California. Those are probably still happening, even if they're not talked about as much. So there's a lot going on. Um, So I decided to ask y'all, my friends, what else is stressing you out and uh, joke answers only so what's stressing you out one of my friends said a woodpecker put a hole in the siding of our house that's a real pain and that one gets you twice because not only are you upset about the hole in the side of your house. You're also upset about the woodpecker making that sound because it's annoying. Just like every every couple of seconds. I mean, that can't be fun, right? get it but here's what you do you go outside and scream at it 
and do that every day until it knows not to come back. I would recommend shooting it, but odds are good you'd be shooting at your house. And that's really not smart. Plus, who knows, could be endangered. I say go scream at it. Or we're getting to the point where it's going to snow anyway, so you probably won't have to worry about it, at least for now. And then you can woodpecker-proof your house. I don't really know what that entails. Or get like a big net and catch it. I don't know. I am not your woodpecker prevention expert. <laughs> but I do understand how that could be extremely frustrating. Oh lord, no, no, no. No, 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 no. All right, next is how do I choose... Well, I'm going to Google this one. How do I choose the best Tangelo at the grocery store? We're going to look it up. Ooh. So tangelos and tangerines have some of the shorter harvest times of all the citrus fruit. Did you know that? I sure as heck didn't. And each variety is ripe for about two months. So depending on which variety you're growing, harvest is recommended between mid-November and mid-February. Well, what, what are the two types of tangelos? Wow, this one's worthless. This one's very worthless. But it should be rather hard. It's looking like it should be not like necessarily similar to an avocado, but it just, it should be rather hard when you press the flesh of the tangelo. Although it should give just a little bit. If it gives a lot, or if it's mushy or brown, you don't want it. Then it's old. So you just basically give it a press. Should be kind of hard with a little bit of give. And that's how you know you've got the proper tangelo. What else is stressing you out? Chasing dreams in a world that encourages status quo. My man. It, it really is kind of difficult. Because everyone's like, go sit and do a boring jet desk job like, uh, like Nate. And get your paycheck and do all this normal stuff. But as long as you're like doing something that you love that's going to be it's going to make you happier in the long run so you definitely got that going for you but also you know as long as you're doing that thing that's fun and you can support it somehow so a lot of people take you know a second job or a side job something that can make them money while they're pursuing their dreams 
then who's who's to say that you shouldn't do that, right? You're surviving, you're making a living. That's that's literally what making a living is, is surviving. Making a living is not sitting super comfortably because you have a cushy job. Making a living is literally making enough so you can live. And if you are fine with that lifestyle, you know, if you're fine with not having steak every single night, then why the heck not? There's a lot of people sitting in their desk jobs, like me included, who would much rather be doing the thing that they loved as opposed to, you know, just doing something boring that they're good at. So dude, go for it. I know you've heard me say that a bunch of times to go for it, but just continue to go for it and keep grinding. And I've seen a lot of things that say you should like grind in secret. Like you should just work really, really hard, try to get most of your things accomplished, but do it in private basically. So, you know, other people are kind of waiting with bated breath to see how, you know, you're doing. I don't know. That doesn't make too much sense to me. I mean, I say be as confident in yourself as you possibly can be. And that means just going for it. You know, obviously have other plans and other possibilities and solutions uh, to make sure that you're not throwing all of your eggs in one basket. That's where I think people run into trouble. But if you have a job that you're doing on the side that actually makes you the money, even if it's not a career and you want to do the other thing that's a lot more fun, at least you have, I'm not going to call it a backup plan, but you just have support. So that's a big deal. You know, I say you keep, keep at it. There's no, no reason to not follow your dreams, right? No reason. Uh, what else is stressing out the outcome of the election? Well, I chose to, I guess I chose this at a great time because the election's over. <laughs> and the president-elect is Joseph Jeremetrius Biden. And yes, I stole that from the office. But, yeah, I mean... At least there's like no, I've been watching some TV, not much, but at least there's like, there's no more attack ads. I hate those so much. Not only because they're like just horribly rude and like distasteful, but also they're just very poorly produced. They're all the same. You put like a weird either black and white filter or like a red demonic filter over the whole thing. You just get someone talking in a condescending tone and then you find as many bad pictures of that other person as you possibly can. They're just not well done. There's not been one attack ad where I'm like, oh, you know what? This changes my mind. I'm gonna go for the, I'm gonna go for the other person. Well, I don't judge. There's not been one attack ad that has made me think that way. John Smith might be stealing money from middle class citizens. 
he's going to raise your taxes so you pay all of your money in taxes. It's like, no. Don't think anyone's going to do that. I just, in Texas, it was the stinking worst. I'm, oh my gosh, they're attack ads. There's so many of them. But yeah, they're not well done. So, if you want, if you want me to vote for you, and I know there's a lot of politicians listening, just do something that's like well produced with inspirational music in the background and talks about how you're going to change, you know, your county, state, town, country, world. That's how you're going to get me in your camp. But then again, it still probably won't work because it's a TV ad. I don't really care about that. I care about what people stand for or sit for. Let's be real. People could be sitting too or lay down or handstand. I think we've exhausted this topic. What else is stressing you out? My receding hairline. That's from someone else, but also applies to me. And my gosh, I tell you what, what a bummer going bald is. Not even because I have any problem with the thought of being bald, but just the in-between. You feel like your youth is fleeting when your hairline starts to recede. I know this from experience because my hairline is receding and my hair is getting thinner and thinner at 27. I would rather have my hair turn gray. I think that'd be cool, but no, I'm gonna lose all of my hair before it turns gray. I noticed like very specifically how bad my hairline was receding. One time we were riding in the Jeep, we had the windows down and my hair kept flying back and it just showed off how like giant my forehead was becoming. So big it's a five head. Yeah, that's a real bummer. And I'm really sorry that your hairline is receding. I say just, I mean, if Donald Trump, sorry, Donald Duck, can do whatever the heck he's doing with his hair, I mean, can you even call it fake hair? Then we're gonna be fine with our balding. I feel like I'm gonna embrace it. I'm gonna embrace the heck out of it because why not? I don't know what my head shape is gonna look like. My head shape, I mean, I do. I know what my head is shaped like, but I don't know what I'm gonna look like bald. But who knows? We'll find out. But yeah, I don't wanna bald. It's gonna happen. I just don't really want it to happen too terribly badly. Oh lord, no, 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 no. But there you have it. Calls from the request line. It's a happy Wednesday. Stay safe. Stay happy. Do something nice. Do a bunch of things nice. 
Decorate for Christmas. It's right around L Corner. So you better get ready. I don't know. I love Christmas. I love decorating for Christmas. But that's a topic for a different episode that's not in November. So uh, have a great Wednesday, my dudes. And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.